What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the nine to five as healthily and happily as possible. Happy Monday. This episode's coming out a little bit later than normal, honestly, just because I've had a very busy weekend. But right now, I need to just kick things off with a bat. So I'm sitting here drinking my uh, core power, which I haven't drank in a while. A little core power ASMR. Thank you. Um, I haven't drank these in a while because I used to drink them a lot when I was in college. And then the whole fair life scandal came out when they were like ridiculously abusing their animals. So everybody kind of stopped drinking core power and fair life for a good amount of time, myself included. But I think they fixed themselves. I think after the whole world turned on them, they realized that they cannot continue abusing their cows. And now we're back. So I saw that the core life or the core life, the core power were on sale. And I was like, you know what? I'm missing these. I got a busy week. I'm going to grab it. 26 grams of protein. I know the elite has like 40 or something, but I didn't see the elites. And they taste like a vanilla shake or like the vanilla milk from Nesquik, which slight diversion here. If you have not had the vanilla milk from Nesquik, you're simply missing out. And there are very few people, I can probably count on one hand, the amount of people in my life that know about the vanilla Nesquik, but it is a hidden gem. Like it is a, it is a rare delicacy, if you will, especially being in Jersey. You know, if you're not from Jersey, let me paint a picture for you. Classic Sunday morning. You're going to the bagel store. You're slightly hungover. You want a bagel and you want a drink. You get it. You get your bagel, you're ordering. And then when you're about to check out, there's a fridge. The fridges are normally filled with Snapple, water, Gatorade, and Nesquik. It is so hard to find the vanilla Nesquik. It's normally strawberry or chocolate, maybe even strawberry banana. So when I see a vanilla Nesquik, I, my heart beats out of my chest. But that's not the point. Anyway, I got myself some Fair Life this week, and it had me thinking. I went to Costco with Tamara a few weeks ago. Maybe It was honestly before the holidays at this point. And she was like, oh, I need to go get my protein drinks. And we head over to the aisle and there's the Fair Life bottles, like a case of them. And then there's the case of the Core Powers. And they're both 14 fluid ounces. And she said, hey, Liz, how come there's more protein in the regular Fair Life, but Core Power is labeled as like the high protein milkshake and more expensive? Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to you that I know all of the difference between one and 2% milk um, or like a low fat and one and 2%. All I know is that we either drank one or 2% in my house growing up and it was whatever was cheaper that week. But I'm noticing, I don't know, this might be a little marketing scheme. I'm not sure how I feel about this on the core power bottle. It's clearly labeled high protein milkshake. Um, I have the vanilla flavor. Vanilla, 26 grams of complete protein. And then I look at the ingredients and the first ingredient is filtered low-fat grade A milk. So it's getting its protein from the milk. Now I go to the regular Fairlife milk. It just says, um, I clicked on the strawberry one, Fairlife, strawberry, artificially flavored with other natural flavors. Okay. 2% reduced fat, ultra filtered milk. First of all, 
the core power says milkshake and that's a little bit dis no it's accurate it is a I, I don't know it's a little deceiving it's not thick like a milkshake it's the same consistency as milk um and the first ingredient is reduced fat ultra filtered milk so that's reduced fat and then this is low fat the core power the core power is 170 calories the regular one is 250 calories with oh wait this is so awkward maybe she lied to me because this says 23 grams hold on let me let me pull up a different one now let's go to the regular one 210 23 mm, okay i'm confused now i'm confused because I swear she pulled this up and it had more protein. It had like 30 grams of protein in it. And we were all very confused. I, mm, wow, I'm glad that we figured this out in real time, guys, because I'm very confused. Okay, let's see. She had chocolate, but why is there two chocolates? Let's figure it out. Maybe, maybe it's a chocolate thing. No, 23 grams of protein. I, guys, I'm confused now. Me and Tamara are going to have to figure this out. I'll get back to you. Anyway, anyway, though, I was thinking about the fact that I wanted to, the reason why I really wanted to bring this up is because it says on the label, 26 grams of complete protein. And if you are someone who is like me, I just look at it and I'm like, complete protein. Yeah, woohoo. And then you don't really stop and think about, wait, what is a complete protein? So I thought I'd break it down for you guys and I'll end the little intro here. Incom first of all, incomplete proteins aren't necessarily bad. Protein is built up of amino acids. That's what makes like a protein strand. And we don't have to get too deep into that because this isn't science class. But anyway, a protein strand is built up of amino acids. Complete protein just means it has all nine essential amino acids and incomplete doesn't. So quick little example list, complete proteins are dairy. So that makes sense why this has complete protein. Pork, beef, eggs, poultry, fish, that kind of stuff. Incomplete proteins are legumes, nuts, seeds, things more vegetarian type type stuff. But incomplete proteins don't necessarily mean that they're bad. It's just that if you are a vegetarian or vegan, I would make sure that you're taking like an EAA supplement. One Up has a good one, by the way, to get to make sure you're getting all of those nine essential amino acids in. And that is your lesson on complete protein today. Case closed. Podcast is over. I'll see you guys next week. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm bluffing. Please don't go. Anyway, let's get into some topics and stuff for the week. Um, Vanderpump Rules comes out tomorrow and I highly debated. Like I was like, mm, do I push this off to Wednesday so we could talk about it? And then I realized that not everybody gives a shit about Vanderpump Rules and it's not necessary. However, if you guys do want a bonus episode, maybe I'll give you a bonus episode. We got to see though, based on your feedback. Um, so I'm very excited for that. I'm actually going today to go see Chicago with Steven in the city, marking another Broadway play off my list, but it's also 
Ariana's opening night. So I'm excited to say the I already went on my Ariana rant on, and on why she's so important to me, but or not important to me, but influential to me. So that's just a little life update in case you were wondering. Well, so I got on my list here. Um, oh, you know, I have a lot of friends that are asking to come on this podcast. And while we're on the subject of feedback and what you guys want, I leave me a comment, a review, like Instagram DM, if you want me to do some of my friends, at, like like do some friend episodes. Because normally I try and get guests on here who are going to have an impact in your life and maybe a conversation that will be worth your time and lasting and educational. But at the same time, I do sometimes wish I had a co-host just because the banter and other podcasts I listen to between two friends hosting tends to be pretty funny. So if you guys want a little glimpse of me and my friends and, and what our lives are like and how we interact with each other, let me know. And yeah, I'll get them on the podcast. Sure. Why not? Speaking of friends, you know what I'm going to do right now? Let's get Tamara on the phone and let's figure this out. Hold on. Let me let me call her. She's in the office right now. So let's see. Hello. Hi. You're on my oh. podcast right now. Oh, that's um, surprising. Well, well, yes, I know. Because I was in the middle of talking and then mm-hmm. I tried to make a point and then I realized that my evidence was wrong. So now I'm confused and I need I need to talk to you about it. Um, okay. So I'm drinking a core power right yes. now. And I started to go on a tangent about how we went to Costco and mm-hmm. you were like, why is the core power more expensive when there's more pro- there's more protein in the and less sugar in the fair life? Yeah, but yeah. so that so so I'm trying to make that point on my podcast, and I'm like, mm-hmm. and I go to pull. I'm like, let me pull up the nutrition facts online. It says that like the yeah, it says 23 grams for the other one, for the regular one, for the 14 fluid ounces, and this and the core power is 26. But I swear, when you had yours, it said like 30. I had one. no, it is thirty. But I'm looking. That's on, what it says on the box. But but like, the, the four. I'm so confused. Like type in Fairlife protein shake on Google and then pull up shopping, and you can see the big packaging wait, on the front of the packaging. It says thirty grams high quality protein. Wait, you don't Kirby's get the standing here. She's my witness. You don't get the regular milk. The regular milk. Oh, sh- I was looking at the wrong thing. Oh, I was like, no, I don't really like oh. milk. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but there's but there's milk in this. Wait, well, that's fine, but like it's chocolate milk. Okay, yeah, it says filtered low fat low fat grade A milk. That's the same first yes. ingredient in the core power. All right, all right. Now that we're back on track, and this is <laughs> yes, we are back on track. Well, this says eleven point five ounces. Um, so two grams of sugar. 11.5 ounce 12 pack. So maybe that's why the core power is more expensive because it's 14 fluid ounces. Oh, maybe. But still, isn't that better than it's less liquid and more protein? Yeah. Why would you? And less sugar. Why, why would, would you I buy get? The other one? Yeah. Why would you buy the core power if this is 170 calories with 26 grams of protein and it's the same ingredient? Yeah, 150 and 30 grams of protein for a fair life. Yeah, why would you do that? Good why? question. 
All right. This is why you read nutrition labels, friends. This is why I called you too, because I was looking at the regular milk and I was very confused. Yes, yes. You're very welcome. Thank you for the <laughs> clarification. Enjoy your day. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys. So we got that figured out. I'm glad we settled that. Now I can move on with the rest of this podcast. Feeling good. So, but I'm, well, not really because I'm unsettled about the whole, why did they, why do they have that? Why, what's the point of the core power line? Like I would get it if one was good, like good for lactose and, or this is lactose free. Maybe the other one's not lactose free. I don't know. I don't know. We can't possibly spend any more time on this. Okay. Anyway, I do want to get into today's episode, but it's not, it's not a true confessions of a gym rat episode. If one, we don't talk about Taylor Swift and two, we don't talk about something ridiculous that my dad has done this week. <laughs> um, my dad actually said to me, I, I forget where or when we were, but he just looked at me and goes, I deserve royalties for the amount that you bring me up on your podcast. And I was like, well, you do classic dad shit. And I think sometimes he gets a little confused. I think it's just like the Chinese upbringing on the like what is joking and what is like being disrespectful. So uh, in case he's listening, I'm just going to put this out there. And I love all the goofy, silly, funny things that my dad does. Like I when he acts like a classic dad, I find it hysterical. And it's I like I wouldn't have it any other way. So it's all out of love. No, like I would not want a straight down the line stick of a father. I love that my father is a wackadoodle in the best way. So this week he comes over and nerd moment here from on my end. I have a Sudoku book. Um, if I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's like, that's all I really have to say about that. Sometimes I like to do puzzles. Okay. I'm a little bit of a nerd. I have nothing to hide, but it was sitting on my counter. And then I went about, I forget what I was doing. I was making some food and I see him and me and my dad as a little backstory, always talk about the Sudoku puzzles on the plane. We fly often at different times. So like, he'll be like, Oh, I did this month. And I'll be like, well, I did this month in this amount of time. And it's just our little thing. So I see him like kind of slyly like scribbling in my Sudoku book. Like he was trying to hide something. And I was like, hey, excuse me. And he like immediately shuts the book and like has this like guilty look on his face. And I was like, what are you doing? I was like, are you doing my puzzles? And he was like, no, I'm just doodling. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, if you just, yeah, sure. Go ahead and doodle. Just don't do my puzzles because that's my puzzle book. So I let him doodle. I forget about it. The next morning I'm eating my breakfast and I go and like open up my book. Do you know what he was doodling? He wrote the word butt and drew a butt next to it. That is what my 50 something year old father was giggling about doodling the night before. I can't with him. I can't. But this is what I mean where it's like, like, I'm, he, I wouldn't want a father who doesn't do that, you know? I, I would not want that. Where is the, what is the joy in life if you can't randomly be surprised by your dad's doodling of a butt? And it was, just to clarify, it was almost a little bit like a peach. It looked very, it looked like a cross between the peach emoji and that like heart with the arms and legs that's on like 
Bad Bunny's album cover. You know what I'm talking about with like the one eye or the the eyeball. That's what it looked like. But as long as my dad keeps doing iconic things, he's going to keep being referenced on this podcast and maybe I'll have him on one time. But I don't know. I feel like it'll either end in an hour worth of silliness that no one will understand or a fist fight. So (laughs) I'm kidding, but we'll see. Anyway, that's my little funny story for the day. Now, let me get this PSA out to you. I have zero fucking tolerance, like absolutely no tolerance for the people who are complaining on the internet about, we don't want a Swift bowl. We don't want a Swift bowl. (sighs) Obviously I'm biased here, guys. I mean, you know, I love Travis Kelsey and you know that I would, I die for Taylor Swift. So I'm all in on this and I'm not going to lie. Like I have a bias here, but the NFL has chilled with showing Taylor Swift. They were annoying as hell in the beginning. Like I, it, it irritated me where I was like, this isn't funny. Let her live. Like it's when he scores a touchdown. I love like now she, he scores a touchdown and they pan to her. And I'm like, that's what they should do. You know, let's see her reaction. That's cute. I, I want to see that. I want to see that kind of, that kind of young love, you know, but that's really all they do. That's it. It's not a big deal. And Taylor Swift is not playing in the Super Bowl. There have been so many complaints before this Chiefs-Ravens game this weekend of people being like, I don't want Taylor Swift going to the Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. She has absolutely no effect on the outcome of that game. Travis Kelsey has won Super Bowl rings without her. She won't be on the field. She doesn't, I bet she can't even catch a football. And I, I, and I don't think she would take offense to that. Uh, I'm saying that as if I know her. She has no effect on the outcome of the Super Bowl. So why don't you just sit down, calm your masculinity, and just let's just relax. I get it from a standpoint of some people just being like, we don't want to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl again. Like it's boring. But unfortunately, the Chiefs are good. I don't know. I mean, I'm in. I'm in on Travis. I'm in on Pacheco being a Rutgers girly. But... And, and, you know, root for whoever you want to. Like, I'm not saying if you're not rooting for the Chiefs, like, F you. But if you're sitting here, a grown-ass adult, being like, we don't want a Taylor Swift Super Bowl, you honestly need to get a diary or something and figure it out. I've had, yeah, that's my two cents, period. Get a diary, figure it out. She's going to be there. And it's going to, it's just, it is what it is. It is what it is, but go Chiefs, okay? All right, let's get into some highlights for the week. Health and fitness related highlight right off the bat. Tamara and I worked out during one of our lunch breaks last week, and I've been waiting to do this to her. I have. She put me through a pure bar class. My stamina just doesn't exist, but I enjoyed it. But I said, T, I'll do this for you, but you got to come with me. And it's been a long time coming, but I put her through like a back day and she was, I, I mean, I was sore as hell the next day. And she just looked at me and was like, I wish you lived closer so we could do this often, but also fuck you. And it was fantastic. I love showing people like a little piece of piece of my world. I just, I get a little nervous with my friends 
pushing them like I would my clients just because everyone's like, yeah, yeah, push me. But then I don't know. I just like, I don't want to go too hard on them. You know, I don't want to, I, I, I don't know. I get a little weird about it, but I think I pushed her to the good amount. She randomly out of nowhere was like, I want a leg press. And I was like, T, what? It's back day. She's like, no, I know. But like, I'm in the gym right now. I have a spot. I haven't like pressed since high school. I want to see how much I could do. And mind you, Tamara is like a good 5'10". She's a strong woman. Um, and she did four plates right off the bat. Hasn't, hasn't leg pressed in mm, about 10 years. And she just went straight for the four plates. And it kind of just, I know I'm like half her height, but I was like, God damn. Damn it, Tamara. That's good. That's some good stuff. But our little workout together in our hour together and then our protein shakes afterwards was my little highlight of the week. And it's nice. If you have time to do a little workout during your lunch break, I know not everybody does, but if you do, it's such a good saver of time. And it also is just like, it breaks up the day. You're refreshed for the afternoon. You're ready to go. You have a clear head and you could tackle the day period. Um, my non-health and fitness related highlight. Hmm, let's see here. Let's make it. Um, I'm torn. So I had two birthday parties this weekend and I got to see a lot of people that I didn't, I don't get to see too often. So that was definitely fun. But on a nerdier side, and just for an excuse to talk to you guys about it, I started a new book. So I'm going to make that the highlight. No offense to my friends that I saw this weekend. Love you. You're still important. But I started the sequel to The Family Upstairs, which I've told you guys about a long time ago. I was reading it back in like September, The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell, and I loved it. But I didn't realize that there was a sequel and I had a long list of books that were waiting for me. The Britney book, Arnold's book. Um, what else did I read? Oh, Heather Gay's book. Like I had all this, all these books came to me like literally in the mail and I was very eager to read them. So I finally got through all of that. Let's see. I read Bad Mormon. I read Malibu Rising. I read, um, The Woman in Me and then Be Useful. So now I'm finally reading the sequel to The Family Upstairs and it's called The Family Remains and we're off to a very good start so far. So that is my non-health and fitness related highlight for the week. I'm very excited to read more. All of my book reads and opinions are on my Instagram highlights. So if you ever need something to read, you're not sure you could look there or you can find me on Goodreads. I think it's Lizway34. I think that's my Goodreads. I don't know. I'm still new to the whole Goodreads thing. I was on the phone with Sunny yesterday, my friend, and I was telling her about Goodreads and I was like, oh, let me go to my list of books I want to read. Tell me why five of the Diary of a Wimpy Kid books were on there. I was like, all right, I swear to God I didn't do this. I, I First of all, read them maybe like a decade ago, but read them. How did I manage to put the, uh, I, how? How did I get the Diary of a Wimpy Kids on my I want to read these books? So then I was like, all right, well, I guess I've read them, so I'll mark them as read. So now my recommendations are all screwed up because I got a diary of a wimpy kid in there, and then I went on a tangent, and maybe don't follow me on Goodreads. Just just look at my Instagram highlights, okay? A lot of you girly struggle with anxiety and 
depression like I do. And one thing that my therapist had told me when I started working with her like two years ago was to reduce the amount of stimulants that I take in. And that unfortunately meant cutting out regular pre-workout. It wasn't, I was getting panic attacks. I wasn't feeling good. So I still have like a cup of coffee a day and that'll be my caffeine source. But I have switched to a non-stim pre and I use the non-stim pre-workout from 1UP Nutrition. The flavor of the month is green apple. It's absolutely delicious. It tastes like those, um, like those caramel apple lollipops that they pass out around Halloween. You know what I'm talking about? That's exactly what it tastes like. Or Jolly Rancher. Both probably. But non-stim pre-workout still gives you the pump, helps the blood flow to the muscles. It just doesn't have any of the stuff that's going to make you go crazy or jack up your heart rate. So if you are still in the market for a pre-workout, if you want that nice pump, but you're struggling with anxiety, I highly, highly, highly recommend checking out the non-stim pre-workout from 1UP and use my code Liz20 for a discount. All right, let's get into the nitty gritty here. It is quite literally the dead of winter. It is bulking season for a lot of us, but I know as a girl and as a guy too, but I do hear a lot from the girls, it can be very scary bulking, the whole concept of it. So I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about how a bulking works, how it's supposed to help you and if it's appropriate for you guys. And I know I had an episode last year that was more of bulking 101 and how to get yourself started, but I wanted to get a little deeper this episode and talk about how to do so correctly in a way that's going to help you and you're not just spiraling out of control weight-wise. So let's start here. They say that a good calorie range is 300 to 500 calories above your maintenance. And there's been a bunch of studies on this. I don't, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't have the exact scientific detail, but I think that if I explained it to you, you would probably get very confused anyway. So just remember 300 to 500 plus. You know, and I mean, you could go anywhere above. You can go 100 calories above your maintenance, but you're just not going to see as good of results. Bulking is a period to put on muscle. So I see a lot of girls that are like, I want to tone up and stuff. But if you don't have muscle, you're not, there's no muscle that's going to show through. It's just going to be bone when you lose weight. So I go through bulks in the winter with the main focus of building up my glutes and my lower body because that's something that I've been working on. And I, hey, I was able to take myself from stick legs to pretty decent if I say so myself, but. Remember those numbers, 300 to 500. Now, a lot of people think bulk and they're like, I can go out of control. Fuck it. McDonald's every day or I don't know how to get my calories in. So I'm just going to eat Taco Bell, things like that. And I am not a proponent of this at all. And I'll tell you why. First, it's what we call dirty bulking versus clean bulk. I am a stickler to the fact that health goes beyond what you look like. You know, if you're bulking for six months, you should not be feeding yourself Taco Bell for six months. That stuff is absolute garbage. And I don't need to tell you that. If you want to have Taco Bell here and there, hey, listen, that's part of your balance. But bulking isn't let me just eat a bunch of crap and get bigger because that's how things tend to spiral 
when you're not tracking and you're just eating caloric foods and you're also filling your body with crap, high fructose corn syrup, like canola oil, all that stuff that you don't want to feed to your body. Like you may look great afterwards and be buff, but your systems on the inside are, are not thanking you. So dirty bulking is basically just getting all your calories in through eating whatever and not really being conscious of what you're eating. A lot of people tend to spiral out of control when dirty bulking and then that's why they're, they see such a weight gain. You are going to gain some fat when you are in a surplus. That's just how it works. You are eating more than you're expending. But you can you can track your food and control it and stay in that 500 calorie surplus and it's going to be okay. I mean, I've done it for the past three years now and I never reverted back to the way that I looked before I started working out. That was always a fear of mine. You know, gaining weight is scary. It is. And a lot of it's muscle. Yeah. But just seeing your ab lines go away and stuff, it's, it's frightening. And there's a piece of me that's like, I don't want to go back and look like that girl again. Like, I don't want to, like, I'm very self-conscious of my stomach area. I'm like, I don't want that to look like how it did before I started working out. And I'll tell you, I've done this three times around. I've never gone back to that place. I count my calories. I stick to my surplus. I don't go out of control. And it works for me. I'm pretty confident that if I didn't track my calories and I was just like, all right, bulking season, let's get in as many calories as we can and not stay consistent, then yeah, I would probably revert a little bit back to the way that I was before. So we are anti-dirty bulk and we're pro-clean bulk. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I had three Vienna fingers last night because they're a damn good cookie. Is that a healthy option? No. But you know, if I want it, like it was a Sunday night, I was like, I eat pretty good. Like I eat great most days of the week and most meals of the week. So if I want to have a Vienna finger here and there, it ain't going to kill me. There was, there was no high fructose corn syrup in it though. I did check. I've, I've been very hyper aware of the high fructose corn syrup shit and like dyes and all that. But clean bulk doesn't mean that you can't have any fun with your food. If you're not competing for something, I'm such an advocate for just balance, you know? You don't have to sacrifice things. Like, I'm not foregoing Vienna fingers for my whole life, but I'm not going to eat them every day, you know? So a clean bulk is choosing healthy options and and calorie-dense foods that are healthy options during your bulk and staying within that that three to 500 calorie surplus consistently. For me, it looks like swapping out some of my lower calorie foods like for higher calorie foods. So in the summer, I might have like half a cup of rice and and chicken and a cup of vegetables. I don't know. That was just spewing out of my ass. In In the winter when I'm bulking, I'll probably swap out that that half cup of vegetables, you know, and just leave a half cup and then use that other half cup to add some rice because it's more caloric if that makes sense. That was a very terrible way of explaining it, but hopefully you guys got it. Um, It's choosing healthy foods, but just being conscious of nutrition labels. What's more caloric? How can I make this work? And sometimes every once in a while, if I had a very, very busy day, like I did yesterday, I'll eat three Vienna fingers because I need 300 calories. 
and it's getting late in the day, you know, but I do try and just, I eat bigger um, portions of chicken. I'll add some sauces to my meal. I'll have more fats like avocado, uh, bagels instead of just regular toast. I'll get the thick and fluffy Kodiak cakes, not just the regular ones. Little things like that will build up my calories rather than just being like, oh my gosh, I have 500 calories left. Let me go to Taco Bell and get two tacos. Ooh. My point is here, if you stay in control of yourself, your body will stay in control of how you want it to be. All of this stuff is science. Yeah, my body fat percentage is a little bit higher in the winter, but if I'm staying consistent and acting towards like the goal that I want to, then I'm going to achieve that goal. You know, if I didn't care and I wanted to gain as much weight as possible and be overweight or whatever, then I wouldn't track my food and I would just go crazy. And I know that it could be a little bit of a mental thing for some people, but at least like loosely tracking, like you will get the results that you work for. If you're lazy about it, you're not going to get the same results as if you took an extra second to plug some stuff into my fitness pal. And it also doesn't mean that you have to be bulky. You know, I do eat this way. Like I eat in a surplus with the intention of putting on muscle mass, but I'm in control of when to stop. Like if I don't want my arms to grow that much, which I really like don't, then I'm pulling back and I, I have two upper body days now, not three. You know, so just manipulating your training regimen too to the goals that you want, whether you're bulking, cutting, maintenance is super, super important. But if you're someone who's like, I want a fat butt and you're scared to do the bulk, sis, you ain't going to get it with that one. I, that's, that's the hard truth. And if you're someone who is like, I just can't eat that much. I'm just not that hungry. I've got two solutions for you. And this will be my last tip of the day. The first solution is pull back a little bit on the intensity of your exercise. Like you don't need to do cardio then. Maybe just end with a short walk because the less calories you burn, like the lower your eating range will be. You know what I mean? Like if I'm burning 700 calories a day and I'm going hard on the treadmill, then I'll have to eat. uh, This is a bad example. X amount of calories a day. I don't know. But if I forego that and I'm burning less, then I'll eat less calories. That's what I'm trying to get across. So that's point number one. Point number two is actually the reverse. You could try and up the intensity and you'll find that after you work out, you run, you weight lift, you do whatever, spin, you're going to be damn hungry. That's one thing. Like I, me and my friend were talking about it at the gym and we were like, girl, we don't get girl dinner. Like. I'm always eating. My friends know that whenever we go out, I am strapped up with snacks in the purse. But if you have any bulking questions at all, you're nervous, you just need someone to to set you straight, kick your ass in gear, please message me and I'll help guide you and we'll grow some peaches together. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. Um, it's been a little bit slow with guests lately, just scheduling things and I have some stuff in the pipeline. So bear tight with me. You got me for now. And I'm hoping that if you're listening to my podcast, that's what you signed up for. But anyway, don't forget to follow the podcast on TikTok or not on TikTok on Instagram. I'm sorry. At Confessions of a Gym Rat. Follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Liz with Liz. 
and subscribe on YouTube at well. Let me know if you try out any of OneUp's products. They're super fantastic. Loving the green apple. But yeah, I didn't like that. I don't like that, but yeah. Let's rewind. Doo, 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 doo. I'm a big fan of the green apple. Well, guys, <laughs> have a fantastic active week, and I will talk to you next Monday.